Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to... We discuss various puke culture topics. Oh, and narrow it down. are we really going to talk about this? We got all the way to the final four. We can still call it. <laughs> we can still call it. We can just be like, nah. We can nah, just do no. a random final four about like the best shape of Reese's cups. By the way, guys, we do have a whole 16 bracket we're working on. Best shape of Reese's cups. That, no, it's just that, Reese's, but we can do shape too. I'll do. Do you think that's going to stop me from wanting to do that research? I'll do shapes. I'll do fucking sizes. I'll do where it comes from internationally because I'm sure German Reese's probably bad. Oh, yeah, dude. A Swiss Reese's cup. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm just saying. good chocolate over there. Apparently, Hershey's doesn't hold up on the international level. I don't know. Because, well, because Hershey, because our chocolate sucks. Everyone's like, wait. This How does is what- one become a chocolatier? That kind of seems like a pretty bullshit job. And I don't say bullshit like if you are a chocolatier then your job's bullshit. I'm saying bullshit isn't like, I just can't get it. Like, I can't be a chocolatier. At no point was there chocolatier class. I never <laughs> took a one of those tests in school that told you what job you should have and chocolatier came up. You know, and see, that's the problem. See, and that's the problem with American education right there. You sit there spending all your time learning about Pythagorean theorem and learning about the dates of the Revolutionary War and all these people when it's like, when am I going to use this? Teach me. How to chocolatier, bro? Yeah, bro. I want to let me get on the mix. I'd be in. I a got better... ideas for brand new chocolate treats that no one's ever had done before. Yeah, but you'll never, you'll never, the world will never, never to hear them. Yeah, it experiences because I, it does look hard. Like that's one of those things where I'm like, I'm always impressed when I see them like rolling up chocolate to make little like. I can't apprentice as a chocolatier. I don't even know where I would start that. That seems like a like even if I knew who a chocolate, if I knew a true chocolatier, and then I said, hey, I'd like to be your apprentice. I feel like they'd be like, oh, that's not how that works no, at all. You Did you have the dream, the vision? And you'd be like, what dream or vision? And they're like, sorry, walk yeah. off. And you'd be like, did oh, the, shit. Did the angel come and speak to you? No, what? Th- that has to happen. Like, oh, it's a very important part of the process. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They just reach out to shake your hand and you shake their hand all normal. And they just not shake their hand going, no, not today. It's, it's not going to be ready. for you. They're like, what? I do. Don't get me wrong, Cody. I do love the idea of just someone coming in thinking an episode's one thing and then just... <laughs> And we're going to actually talk about this, but Cody, I think. No, no, one sec. The wild thing is, right? I think if I tried really hard and really applied myself and like used all the connections I've made, unturned every stone, I think I have a better chance of actually getting into the Illuminati and becoming a chocolatier. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a joke. Just look, looking around at your local like Freemason groups and being exactly. like, okay, okay. I know, I know a couple Freemasons. So if I start with them, I can work my way up, get my, get my grind, make a few good investments, get that money, get that capital coming in so I can get to the next level. Maybe I can get in the Illuminati. There's no part of me that even knows where to fucking begin to become a chocolatier. Because it definitely doesn't seem like you can, once again, you can't just ask. You can't just reach <laughs> out to people who do it professionally and be like, I would like to do the thing you do. They'd be like, that's not, nope. Yeah, not everybody would. That's yeah, why right, no we would all be, who doesn't? Who doesn't in their hearts want to be a chocolatier? It sounds amazing. It looks like fun. Every day you're making sweet, delicious treats for the world. How is that not the fucking dream? Yeah, this is horseshit. This is awful. But Cody, I- It could be more more awful. It could be more awful and it's about to be. Yep. I I feel like, I feel like you're scared. I feel like you're, I think I get, I get the instinct to run away right now. I get it. Because My flight kicked in, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. We have now made a promise to the maybe like two or three people. Who stuck through we the have, We have, as you mentioned before, well over 2.7 million listeners. Yeah. Um, 
on a bad day. Yeah. I do think this is the time where no matter what, I think we whittled it down to like the three hardcore ones. Yeah. I love the fact that we are planning. We started getting a lot of new listeners in on the East coast and they just came in the last two seasons. And me and Nick were like, you know what we should hit them with vomit. Let them know what we really about. <laughs> yeah. If you, you guys want to ride with us, if you don't deserve us at our vomit times, you definitely don't deserve us at our cookie times. Okay. <laughs> Even though we gave you the cookie times first, first, yeah, right. And we, you kind of thought maybe that was going to be who we were. So we kind of are gaslighting you a little bit. <laughs> uh, but here we uh, are. I, folks. Nick's get, we're gaslighting you. I'm simultaneously love bombing you. We're going to get you to stick around. You go be You're stuck. You're stuck with, you know, and you know, sometimes you want to get up, but we just so nice. I could change them. I could change these boys. And you could, if you would have just sent in, some goddamn lists for us to talk about, okay? That's all you had to do, and we wouldn't have to be here right now. But here we are, folks, you, me, and Cody, and, yeah. and like two other people. But we're going to do this. We're yeah. going to do this. For you. And yeah, and to complete, and maybe, I, I do feel like this is the ritual. Like if There's something about if we do this, and we do it right, and we unlock it, I think this is where the treasure is. Yeah, there's something here about lurking underneath Underneath this foamy grime and texture that just came out of us, there's something underneath that. We got to get to it. So let's get to it, Nick. So here we are, folks, in the final four, where we have the eight-seed roller coaster going up against the 12-seed outside of the establishment. And then we have the seven-seed trash can going up against the six-seed on the way back. Cody, Mm -hmm. where do you want to start? Let's start with the roller coaster and outside the establishment. I, uh, the more I think about the roller coaster, the more it seems like a living nightmare, right? <laughs> the more I, I remember, I know we dabbled this. with it and it's a fun, like, oh, look how funny it is. But like, after I sat in my shame after the last season, like, with me, it took about a week and I sat in it. It seems just like the worst place you could ever throw up. I think, okay, I think it is for the vomiter, one of the more exciting places, but for literally everyone else. <laughs> Is the number one worst. Yeah, it's definitely the worst for them. There's going to be a lot of residual damage beneath you, above you, behind you, in front of you. I don't know. It depends on how much projectile you got going on. If you're, if you're waiting at the top of a hill, that there's a lot of error, room for error. But I was thinking, like, at least you're riding a roller coaster. That was the energy I had last episode, right? Sure, yeah. And I thought about it. The last thing I want to be doing while I'm throwing up, when my stomach is doing the tumbles, <laughs> is in my body doing the tumble. <laughs> I do. Yes. My body's I, trying to regulate. I got the spins. My stomach's spinning. And now my head's spinning. It doesn't know what's going on. I'm kind of hoping that in my head, what happens is that the tumble, my, I'm, my, my, my tummy's tumbling left, but I'm tumbling right. And that it'll relock it into okay. the normal spot. Exactly. Is but what I'm hoping know? for. I don't think that's how it works. I'm not a physician. Lord knows. But if you seriously do consult your physician, if you find yourself throwing up often in any of these places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're just constantly throwing up, you should just talk to someone about that. Like, just bring it up. Talk to it. be like, and why? You know, it's like, well, you're drinking a lot. Well, maybe that it's like, oh, I only do it when I'm drunk. Well, you're, if you're puking that much, maybe we should slow down on the drinking. You know, yeah, uh, there's a lot of though. reasons to bring it up. But yes, no, roller coaster does have this there. But there's something exotic about it at the end of it. <laughs> There's something if I especially if it's a witch's curse and you get to what if that's a a jet setting lifestyle. Some people like dream of flying around the world and seeing all the roller coasters and you get to do that in a way you are ripped through time and space and transported to these roller coasters. But take advantage of it while you're there. Oh, another idea, Nick. Okay, I was thinking cleanup would be a bitch on a roller coaster. But you're if you're on a roller coaster, probably not far from a water park. Take a dip. (laughs) Just run. 
And hey, you want to know something here? You want to know some people? Because I was a lifeguard, not at a, not in a not at a water park, but I did have friends who did one. More of the story is I'm not going to recommend puking into a pool or or anything like that. But what will happen is they will have to evacuate that pool, and those lifeguards are about to get 30 minutes off. So you know, especially if we're talking about like a hundred degree day, and you see these these poor folks just sitting there sweating their asses off, looking exhausted. Run in with your puke stained self and give these people a break. Do them a solid. I'm not I'm not saying you should do it all the time because you don't want to ruin other people's days. But sometimes you're saving these these young kids lives. And that and that's also an important thing. Make sure you get their hydration. in. Yeah. Give them. Some- OK, here's the thing. When we're talking about going puking outside the establishment, we did talk about how, you know, initially we're like, oh, that's kind of a bad look, you know, but. But then we kind of came around to, oh, well, maybe the bar is actually appreciative because, A, you didn't puke in the bar. You puked outside of it. So it's not yeah. really their problem. But two, you know, it showed some respect. It might let you back in. Right. Here's my thing. I was just thinking about the scene that you have to cause. Because let's like let's all be honest. I mean, sure. When you have to toss your cookies here, there's always that initial there's like a, a gag reflex or you get the mouth sweats. But we all try to fight ourselves. We we somehow believe that we can stop this from occurring. Mm-hmm. And we're all wrong. So then when you finally feel it creeping up the back of your throat and you know it's going to be go time here, it is always within, you have less than 30 seconds to halt or pause it before it's going to have to come through your mouth. Yep, you're on No matter tiger. what, you have to end up creating a, a ruckus and a scene within that bar. And that's something that I don't like. I'm not trying to, because then that's what stops you from being able to come back. Because even if, let's say you get your to- your cookie, you toss your cookies outside and then the people, uh, you know, the bouncer's like, yeah, man, you, are you good? Yeah, you can come on back and get your water or something. Now you have to come back in and everyone has to look at you like, what'd you have to do that for? Yeah, why'd you run out there? Would you just, would you just run out there for? Were you picking up a pizza? Is pizza here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not all of us throw up with the dignity and poise of Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. Like, I get that. So it's going to definitely cause a scene, but I think I'm leaning more towards outside the establishment because the roller coaster is just, there's too many variables. There's too many. And just, like I said, I, well, I guess you could end up still throwing up on yourself. If you puke forward, but the ro- the roller coaster is going down, it's going to just come back up. You're yeah, just going to come right meet it. it. And then like, we don't know where you're, where you're going to get teleported in the, uh, if you're in the middle of the roller coaster, the back, the front, these are all variables that are very different situations. Yeah. And I guess, I, I, yeah. What if you're I in mean, the middle of a three seater, Nick, or you're in one of those hanging ones where you're hanging by your shoulders. Yeah. In the middle of one of those going through a loop to them. There's nothing you can do. You throw up when you go, you go, you're going up the, in the middle of the loop, right? You start yeah. throwing up, you're, you're flying right into it. And then you're going so fast. You hit it back all the way down. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> At least. At least when you, here's, I, 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 I think I'm in mostly agreement with you that I'd rather not, but like no one wants to pee. Like, like, like let's yeah. be clear. That's not anyone's goal in life is to puke. But here's the thing. Most situations lack any type of dignity when you puke, right? <laughs> yeah. So I why not, going. why not it just be fucking metal? My heart is the thing I don't like. And I think the reason why at the end of the day, I will, I will move on um, outside is that I'm, I never want to advocate for puking on anyone else. I never want to act like I think that that's okay. That's ruining, you're ruining a lot of other people's day and time and life. I can't in good conscience and good faith. The only thing I'll say though, is no matter what you did give someone else a story. This is what I'm saying, Nick, actually. I think I'm switching to the roller coaster because 
We damn it, Cody. <laughs> we've seen we've both seen people throw up outside the establishment. Heck, maybe even we've done that, right? Yeah, of course. And, but no one tells that story. You're never like, "How was your night last night?" You tell about the dude you saw thrown up in the, the street. Yeah. But if I if someone's like, "How was your day yesterday?" and I say, "Dog, I saw someone throw up <laughs> in a loop de loop, get hit on the way up and back on the way down." and took out 50 people. That's a story for the rest of my life. And yeah, in that moment, all those people are miserable. But 10 years from then, they're at a, job, a new job. And they're like, what's a fun fact about you, dog? I threw up on a roller coaster and got 50 people dunked. Like, <laughs> that's something you can, that's a story that'll hang with you for the rest of your life. And the oh, life that's, of everyone. Oh, for sure. Everyone involved is dining out on that story. No matter what, anytime that they want to bring up like, oh, do you want to go to, do you want to go to Valley Fair? Oh, and the last time I was there, yeah, fucking yeah, thrown okay. up on what? I'm locking like, in roller coaster because if I'm going to be embarrassed because I'm throwing up, I might as well try to make a cracked article out of it. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go, you know? <laughs> Fuck it, man. I'll go with you. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's do what it. What do we have to lose here? What are we trying to act like? We're some type of we're some type of fancy good boys that were like we're like, no, we got to keep this. We got to really be respectful of the topic on this one, Cody. We we're can't dirty. just don't just drag. Don't just do it just because you think it's fun. We got to be respectful of the topic, Cody. But what are we doing here? We're, we know what we're talking. We're talking about All right. Vomit. Yeah. So then we have the in the next matchup, we have trash can going up against on the way back. Cody, what are your initial initial thoughts? Because I did feel after we ended, it felt like on the way back, all of a sudden became a clear champion. It looked strong, didn't it? It literally looked really strong. I'm thinking though, trash can, we talked about, it's a public trash can. It's in public. We'll think of it a basketball game or on the street or something. But I think the trash can has the opportunity that somebody might help you. Somebody might offer you a glass of water. Somebody might pat you on the back and check on you, say, are you doing all right? And that, that moment of humanity, well, well, is that anything? They put a price I, no, on I, it. I actually, I love the optimism you just brought to this. I'm, I'm very delighted that like, you're right. If I'm at a high school basketball game or something like that, and I just let one rip right outside, you know, I get to, I get out of the, out of, out of my bleacher seats, go rush down. I go there. Yeah. There's a real good chance that someone's like, Hey man, you good? You, you okay? okay? And it's like, ah, oh, man, I think I just ate something bad. I'll go, I'll go to concession stand. I'll grab you a bottle of water. They're only like, they're only like 25 cents or whatever. Yeah. Come help you out. Here you go, man. What do you need? Can you get you some crackers exactly. or something? Yeah. I'm you got a lot of moms home. around. You always got, cause here's the thing that I think, you know, especially moms, moms are there to help pukers. It, it becomes instinctive in your, your bloodstream. Like it becomes genetically coded in you that if you see someone puking as a mom, all moms are just on top of it. <laughs> they're not like afraid of it. They're not scared of it. They're not like, Ew, it's so gross. Like men, like dads and just men in general, we get grossed out by stuff. We're like, ah, just, and then we can just hide behind masculinity and bravado. Like, I don't have to. That's their problem. That's their shit. They got to deal with. Moms aren't afraid of fucking shit. So moms yeah, come in respect. and they're like, and then they just bring that level of like, what do you need? What's going on? Hey, I got some ginger ale right here. Just carry yeah. it on because I'm a mom. And not just moms either, but like any sort of empathetic person, you can you have a chance here to find the best of humanity, right? This is probably the closest you can get to a real litmus test for who's truly is the best of us. Would I pass it? Probably not, you know? I just, you, you always, you know, those stories that aren't real, but people talk about where it's like, there I was, I was at the basketball game and I saw this older gentleman start puking. So I went up and I offered them some water and see what they needed. Well, later that week, all of a sudden I had a letter come to my door and come to find out that that person that I helped out was actually a billionaire and they left all their money to me. Exactly. That's it was I'm all saying. just a test from God. So what we're trying to tell you is when you see someone throwing up in a trash can, you fight your way to them to help them. You uh, hit people yeah. out of the way. You fucking take people down hard. Moms, kids, 
anybody who's trying to check up on them, you hurt them and make sure they can't get there because that is a billionaire. This is a test. And this is how you get his millions. This is exactly how this is a hundred percent. This is, you know, especially, Oh my God. Especially if you're in like, if you're in a situation where you're job hunting right now mm-hmm. in this every, economy, every person who is throwing up is likely going to be the person that's in your interview is the boss. Yep. That's in your next interview. You so when you go on that, that interview, you walk in and they look at you like, wait, aren't you the person who helped me out at the, at the game? And you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, I was, are you doing okay? No, you're doing okay. Cause you just got a new job and a promotion and a raise right now. Here, here, take my job. Take this you're seat. Pre- this is yours you're, now. You're president of Microsoft now. It's like, what? <laughs> I'm interviewing at a Burger King. How did I become president of Microsoft? That's the kind of power these people have. That's you have to, you have, you have to, to assume I, that at least. So I think I do love, I do love what you're bringing to the trash can life here, Cody. I think, you know, one of the things that we talked about here with on the way back, especially as we started to look at what is cleanup going to be, what is the shame factor involved and all of those things. I I think, you know, the reason that it won out was just because a, you're already walking around with drunk people anyway. So who gives a shit? They don't care. You got a good night's rest coming to you. She did it. And the worst, and, and, and then, you know, the worst thing you did was maybe leave. And this is now my new favorite term. You can all have this. The British have been using it for years, a little pavement pizza for your neighbors. Which was wild for this one, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all of those things still hold true. So, but yeah, the one thing that I did come to mind though was that, especially if you're puking in your neighborhood, right? The, you, you happen to be in your your area of town and you're walking home, that, hey, no one is going to clean up that puke. So, you do need someone, you do need the rains to come. And if not, at some point, you do have to walk by it. And you yeah. have to see it and you have to remember what you did here. And can you live with that? Can you imagine, Nick, can you imagine this scenario, right? You threw up in a yard, Yep. right? You've forgotten all about it. You see these neighbors every once in a while, they see you, no one said anything, but you know, you don't know who it is, right? They mm-hmm. don't know where you live. They see you walking Sandler around and they, it's a Halloween. You hear a knock on your door, trick or treat. You open it up, you go to give them candy. You see it's a mom and dad of that live in that house. And as you reach into your bucket to give them candy, they pull their kids back and say, no, thank you. Because they know you're a dirty boy and they don't trust that candy because they seen you throw up in their yard. Sorry, I didn't. I, what you just painted actually was way harder than what I hurts me more than what I thought. I, I really thought they were just going to puke into my candy. Uh, I really thought that that's where you're going to that their kid maybe had too much candy. So now they're bringing this little vomit monster over to my place to do yeah. the deed. But you're right. No, that idea of like, oh, no, 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 that's the that's the puke monster. No, 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 none from you. You gross, <laughs> you gross, dirty ass neighbor. And you're like, but I'm so sorry. And actually, too, you know, one of the things that we had said was like, you know, it's a victimless crime. Who's really getting hurt here if I puke on your lawn? But here's the problem. And uh, to what you brought up, Cody, is I forgot that we live in a different society now. Mm-hmm. Everyone got cameras on their doorstep, don't they? Oh yeah, dude, you're gonna be on I got that one camera. You're gonna be I on got Reddit. One. I'm watching, I'm, I'm looking out, I'm seeing what's happening. I would be obsessed with finding out if it's if it's that morning and I come out and I'm walking my dog, I'm walking Sandler. And all of a sudden he starts sniffing at something and I was maybe, you know, paying, I was maybe putting on a new podcast or something. And also my dog's licking someone's puke and it's in front of my house. Mm-hmm. You get, you fucking guarantee I'm, we're going back in and I'm pulling up all that footage. I got it. And I am. And I, you, you know what? I am going to call the authorities. I am. And then they'll be like, sir, that's, we don't actually handle that at all. That's not what we do. But I beg, well, you better start. This person has destroyed the fabric of our neighborhood. How dare you not arrest and try this person? You got vigilantes roaming the city, looking for people throwing up in other people's yard. You've created this anarchy, cops. 
It's like he, Nick will Nick would turn into the Punisher of vomit. And yeah. Oh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be violent. It's what gonna be that- so you know how like the Punisher people always have like the skulls with like the Blue Lives Matter flag and shit. That also, by the way, people that doesn't the Punisher did not like cops very much. But what would the vomit Punisher skull look like? <laughs> what would what would my attire be as I roam <laughs> the streets the looking, looking for and to to vanquish? I feel like raincoat for sure. Well, I have to be, I know that I'm about to deal with puker. So I've got to make sure that I'm probably in a lot of like plastic. Yes. Yeah, so I'm saying raincoat, gloves, raincoat, rubber gloves, boots, galoshes. Yeah. I mean, I'm even thinking I'm wearing, I think even from like t-shirt, uh, every piece of me, the vomit's just going to scotch guard right off. Right. You see those videos on the internet. People dump a yeah. whole like chili on a couch and you're like, why would you dump chili on my couch? But whatever product they put on it just slides off the couch. Right, but yeah. That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> exactly. Everything is covered in that. So I'm ready to go to fight these enemies. What would you do to them though? Like you, Nick Keller, if you saw someone thrown up and you've turned you have turned to this life of vigilante justice, what do you actually do? You see someone bent over thrown up in someone's yard. Just give them a swift kick in the ass so they fall in their own throw up and then run away. <laughs> I think I think I would just use the age-old tactic of guilt and shame mm. and say, look at you. Look at you now. Look at who you are. Is this who you wanted to be? Is this go back to yourself at five years old and all you wanted to be was an astronaut? Are you even close to being an astronaut? You're an embarrassment. Look at you puking, out, puking in the streets like a piece of shit. How dare you? Who do you think you are? Huh? And I would just, and I would just, they're like, please, dude, I just, I'm, I'm just having a hard time. I'm like, no, 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 no. One who's having a hard time, I'm having a hard time because I got to clean this shit up. No, I got it because you're not going to pick it up, are you? You're just going to go walk away, aren't you? That's what I would use. It would just be uh, guilt and shame. And then who knows? Maybe people turn their lives around. Yeah, dude, it only takes one. I would just love someone tries to go puke in front of my yard. Like, don't, dude, don't, don't do it. <laughs> He's going to come out here and it's just, it's, it's brutal. He will tear you down piece by piece. Every, he will make you question every decision you've made in your life. I broke up with my girlfriend afterwards because I just yeah. realized that like, I wasn't the man I thought I was. She deserved better. But then I did, you know, I did buckle down and I became a billionaire. So I sent him a letter telling him that he's got a job <laughs> with me and my company. Whenever you need it, sir, I needed you to be the... <laughs> Yes, all of the people who wrote Batman letters afterwards saying like, hey, man, I know when you when you beat the shit out of me mercilessly because I was, you know, I, I had robbed someone at gunpoint and you broke my leg and severed my spine. I needed that. I needed that. And uh, I'm actually now also a billionaire. So I want to yep. give you some money. All right. I'm locking in trash can, I think. I, I think it's too it's too difficult to look over the fact that you could change someone else's life by showing them empathy and also get a job at Microsoft. Well, and once again, too, the the cleanup, is, it's even though someone will have to someone will have to pick it up. Yes, you're right. It is at the end of the day, pretty manageable. It mm-hmm. is. It, whereas on the way back, you are making a mess for someone. So I, I'm going to go with you here. So let's go with either the messiest scenario where there is no cleanup. No mm-hmm. one ever. The cleanup is on everyone else. There is no cleanup because the, it's impossible to be done. You can clean all you want. You're not washing all this vomit up. Dude, yeah. if you if you throw up in the middle of the circle and get hit on the top and bottom, there's going to be vomit on you for the rest of your life. <laughs> you will never feel clean. No, ever again. You are the unsullied. You are yeah. now forever and ever. So we have roller coaster going up mm-hmm. against trash can. I didn't think this is where we're going to end up. I, I didn't. Who, I didn't know at all where this was going to. I mean, I think this is one where if, you know, and, and, and I've been trying to get a, a, a betting league going a, and I, that I want to be the bookie of, of, you know, putting out the 16 ahead of time and letting people gamble on the odds and pick the bracket at the end. Yeah. He's actually and, talked about this a lot, guys. This is something Nick really does want to do. Legalities is what he's looking into at the moment. Real, yeah, apparently it's not chill with the government to do it, but. 
I mean, like, how much longer are we going to have this puppet government anyway, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so when, when that collapses, just know I'm bringing my gambling out right away. Oh, yeah. You will be able to gamble on the brackets the second this starts to collapse. Oh, yeah. We're trying to get in with, like, uh, all the sports booking website. Dude, that's what we got to reach out, offer them advertisement opportunities saying they can bet on us. That's actually... I kind of love that. We're going to see what DraftKings is up to. Yeah. People got what? Okay. What else is there left to bet on besides podcasts? Yeah. We've done everything. Else. We don't, we've done bet on everything else. What? Why not bring it up? Why not have the over under before a new episode of my brother and my brother comes out about how many questions are they going to get to zero? That's yeah. a- <laughs> we're going to set, we're going to set the odds at 0.5. If they answer one, you'd win, but why not? Or 1.5, because it feels like getting to two is now the limit, is the yeah. hard one. 1.5, <laughs> we will set the odds at 1.5, and you can gamble on it, man. We don't know. I think it's brilliant. I we got All right, we got to get this to DraftKings quick. TM, 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 TM. Yeah, obviously, obviously. So here we are looking at, yes, the the worst of humanity and truthfully the best of humanity, mm-hmm. potentially. Because yeah. let me be clear, as I mentioned in Group C when we talked about Trash Can, there was a very not nice woman who was not chill with me at the Taking Back Sunday concert when I puked in the trash can. Now, granted, also kind of fucked up her vibe a little bit. No one's rocking out to cute without the E and then all of a sudden someone vomits next to them and they're like, Hey, in, hey, if you're standing next to a trash can at a concert, this is your decision you made. Yeah. What do you think what the fuck was going to happen? It's like being in the splash zone at the SeaWorld. You know what the fuck's coming. I, it was like I was in the front row puking on everyone. I, I did my due diligence and you stood, the, you knew. Why were you there if you weren't expecting it? It's the same. Hey, hey, guess what? Don't get mad at being jostled around when you stand in next to the mosh pit. Yeah. You know, don't get all mad at me. And don't have your boyfriend come push at me because you're getting jostled a little bit. Okay. Then move. Don't be next to the mosh. Mosh pit's not moving. Don't be next to it. Okay. Yeah. We're looking at the opposite of humanity though. Cause the trash can, we're looking for humility and grace. Someone throw up the trash can. Someone might come and help offer a shoulder, you know, give them something. If you throw up on a roller coaster, you are playing with the worst of humanity. Cause you're getting so many people covered in this stuff in this asphalt pizza that they're going to, someone might want to fight you. Oh, You're not getting a job at Microsoft for this. This is, yes, this is the highest level of like your, and here's the thing too. I'm not saying you, no one deserves to get, physical violence is not the way to solve problems. No, especially something we all do like vomiting. But you should just take the hit on this one. Like you really should just let, get your ass whooped a little bit because yeah. you did puke on people. And uh, that's not, I, I don't know how much money, how much money, Cody. So you're on, yeah. so let's say you're on the roller coaster, yeah. right? And you're, and you're enjoying your time. You've had a great day so far. You took out your little brother from Big Brothers, Big Sisters, at which you're in. Yeah. You took him out. It's his first time going to a roller coaster. You want to show him a good time. There you are. Then you get on, you get onto the corkscrew at Valley Fair. It's got five loops in it, right? Yeah. You get in there and he's, and he's waiting. You've been waiting for like 45 minutes. It's a good day. It's been a long day. And now, as you hit into that loop spiral, it's real tight loop spiral. Someone yeah. just lets out a day's worth of all of the beer, the turkey legs, the pizza, the nachos, oh. whole spread. You get off the ride and your little brother's looking at like, are you going to do something? And you're like, I, yeah, I am. I have to. That person who pukes gets off immediately is like, hey, everyone, that was, I'm so sorry. I will give you blank dollars to not whip my ass. Yeah. What is the dollar amount that you would need to feel? Because once again, you have to feel good. You have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, like, I feel good about taking that much money. But it can't be, you know, obviously, we're not going to say a million dollars. This isn't a million dollar thing. We're talking hundreds to thousands. What is the dollar amount, Cody? 
that makes it I, okay for you to like you would your anger would subside you know that you would go get clean get yourself some new clothes all of those i things. honestly think it's like 500 bucks give me 500 bucks i'm fine okay yeah so that means i would, for, I would so, stock x the shoes i'm wearing because i've recently gotten to the shoe game and i would find the highest price it's ever sold for and double that mm, okay that's fair that's fair yeah. i think that that's i think that that's a now so that means for everyone everyone now we need to start <laughs> amusement parks need to start carrying like an insurance policy to be like, or, or insurance companies need to start having some kind of like, Hey, we'll cover you. If you puke on people up to $500 per person, that's, that's wild. actually the insurance Cody and I are good. Actually. No, no, no. We're not going to leave it to the insurance. Cody and I friendly competition insurance. Here's what we're, yeah. we're going to cover life events that are otherwise not seen or covered by <laughs> other insurance companies to help you out. All it is, it is $50 a month for insurance, yep. which is high, but that's also because as we've said, 500 bucks feels like the right number. I'm with Cody yeah, on this no, It's not. And also it's, we're covering weird stuff too. Anything you can think of. Anytime uh, where you could have been in an awkward situation that would have damaged or injured someone else through your sheer awkwardness. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. We're talking, yeah. or maybe not even awkwardness, but maybe, hey, some of you, hey, we've all done that. Hey, we all just saw Jackass come out. We know Cody and I are very aware that there's going to be a high number of shopping cart related injuries and, or you're going to be taking your shopping cart and you're going to end up crashing in to someone's Toyota Tacoma and they're going to be upset and they're going to be like, what the fuck are you going to do? How are you going to pay for this? Well, actually, sir, sir, sir. I have FCP insurance. No, let me, I, let we, me, we actually, we're not going to pay for their car. We're just going to pay them a hundred bucks to never tell anyone that you did it. So right, to not, we're, it's it's mostly, you're not, we're not fixing the car. We're not fixing your health. We're just fixing the awkward situation. Yes. That yeah, is this what is what we are responsible for. A not whoop your ass fee is exactly. essentially. So if your boss calls you on the phone and you're talking to him or her, and you look at your phone and you realize that your wife's on the other line and you say, oh, I got to go. I love you. Bye. And hang up. We will pay your do- boss $70 to never tell anyone that you said you love your boss on the phone. hundred percent. That's what we're yeah, here for that's, folks. That's what we're covering. This is the, <laughs> you call them back and say, Hey, that was really awkward. I have, uh, I've just put in an insurance claim with FCP insurance. They will be getting a hold of you to reimburse you for this moment Yeah, and, exactly. and to make it okay. Yep. Once again, it is 50 bucks a month, but that's because these situations require a pretty high dollar amount to get people to get over it. <laughs> yes. Some of these are hard. These are tough ones, man. So we, we will be there to support you in these moments but you are going to have to pay for that. And that is the yeah. FCP insurance guarantee. Yeah, well, and you can't put a price on your social clout. And that's what we protect. Yes, we yeah. make it. And, and also too, think about that. Think about that, folks. All of those awkward moments that you've had in your life, the amount of times, yes, you've told your boss, you've told a teacher you've, that you love them. The amount of times where, you've wa- where you were waving, where someone was waving across the street and then you waved back at them, but you didn't know them only to realize behind you, they were waving to someone else. You, that you get, feeling, you that thing that you you can't sleep at night, and it's been four years. You think you forget about it. Yep. Imagine the peace of mind you would have if you knew that you could walk up to that person and say, "Hey, that was really awkward, and I'm really sorry. I have FP, I have FCP insurance. They will. I'm going to put a claim in. They will be reaching out to you to to handle this moment. The peace of mind you would have to know that it's all covered. You don't have to worry. You don't have to not sleep at night now. You don't have mm-hmm. to think about these things again. We've got you covered. Yeah, we'll take you. We'll take care of you. That's a, that's the FCP insurance guarantee. And that's, man, if that, see, Cody, we found it. There it is. There it is. We found the whole point of this season was to create an insurance company for awkward moments. We did it. I'm surprised this doesn't exist already, honestly. Truthfully. But let's lay it down now, Cody. Which one are you going with here? Final, <sighs> let's do it. Let's say it. 
Let's go with it. I'm going to go with trash can because I want to become a billionaire someday. And this is the, I, this is the best way. Maybe Nick, the person throwing up in the trash can, I come help. I'm like, Oh my God, what's wrong? Are you okay? And they're like, Oh yeah, I just have an upset stomach. I'm, I'm the world's greatest chocolatier and I need an apprentice because I've got stomach problems. And there it is. I just and did it. Dreams are coming true, buddy. You know, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> I'm going to be a chocolatier. I can finally quit this stupid fucking show. We did it. Nick. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I'm not going to trash can. <laughs> I'm going to go with you here. I think at the end of the day, we've had a lot of fun here, folks. We've had, we've had a lot of giggles, but at the end of the day, go puke in a trash can. Just, <laughs> hey, if that moment comes <laughs> up, just, just do it. Take whatever the trash can is, just be next to it. Go handle your business. And if you can keep going, keep going, keep partying, keep rocking. But if not, not no one to call to quit. And if yeah. you get that person in the trash can, a glass of water, man, maybe help them out. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And the other side of that, help out humanity. Okay. It's really hard to help out someone who's puked on you because you were on the roller coaster with them. Yeah. It's a lot easier to be like, hey, that person over there puking, I'm going to see what you need. So go do that, folks. And that's the moral of the story here. And the other moral, please invest uh, and give us 50 bucks a month for F- <laughs> FCP insurance. Exactly. Uh, we'll get, we'll, <laughs> and here's the great thing, folks. You don't have to sign any. We, we don't have any paperwork for you to sign. You just give us the money. And we'll for sure pay out. Yeah, your we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry. You don't need lawyers to get involved or anything like that. We're gonna handle it all. But just give us that money uh, and don't ask where it's going. That's all. Ever. And that's just our Patreon. <laughs> we just make our Patreon <laughs> the fifty dollar a fifty dollar tier for FCP insurance. There it is. We exactly. figured it out. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening to uh, this this fucking season. Yeah, you, we love. If you're here right now, I know we tell a lot of well, a lot of times we say we love you just for listening. We love you the most <laughs> yeah. right now. You I, guys are ride or die, and I appreciate that. That's what I look for in a partner, and you guys, we're all partners now. Tweet at us at Friendly Compod if you if you got to this point. I will make you the god the I will make you the godparent of my of my future children. That's wow. how much I love you. That's how much you mean to me that you stuck through this because I know I know I have my my closest friends right now will not listen to this. They don't want to hear me talk about this shit, but you yeah. did. And so now right. you win. Yeah. Hit me up my too. Hit, follow me on Twitter and hit me up. And then I will, when I become a world famous chocolatier, I'll hook you up with chocolate. All of it. All yeah. the best. He'll, na- he will name a candy bar after you. And isn't that what we want folks? Isn't that all we want? It's all we want a sandwich, a candy bar named after you. That's all we're here for. It's all, yeah. And your life's complete. So here we are. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of friendly competition. If you want to help out your boys, as always tell a friend, share with a friend, Wherever you see us on socials, like, subscribe, make sure to rate, review, all those things, incredibly helpful. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do that isn't vomit-related, send it to us, or we will do more vomit stuff. This is a threat. You can email us to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com or on your website, FriendlyCompetitionPodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. Uh, as always, shout out to Charizard for our intro, outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace those vowels with sixes, and that's going to be it for us, folks. As Cody said, if we don't get your submissions, we are talking about our favorite things to throw up. That's the next yeah, one. Done. Next one coming up. So get those, get those submissions in. But otherwise, until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena the world's most famous chocolatier. See you on the boat.